with Crystal, your weekly dose of inspiration sprinkled with a dash of practical solutions. I'm Dr. Crystal, your host. I hope you all had a great week, and I hope this morning you're off to a wonderful start to your day. Today, we will conclude our three-part series on discovering your God-assigned purpose by focusing on embracing you. So over the past weeks, We've looked into the scriptures, right, to gain a deeper understanding of God's will for us. And we've begun the process of identifying our godly purpose. And we've done this by surveying where we are in our walk with God, praying for guidance and direction, by evaluating our current relationships, and by identifying and changing the things in our lives that do not line up with God's word. We've also addressed recognizing the godly transformation that is taking place in our lives by being more conscious of our thoughts and actions, our outer appearance, and our reception by others. But most importantly, we've begun to accept the fact that we're fearfully and wonderfully made, right? So there's a poem um, by Marian Williamson. Well, it's not really a poem, but it's her writing. And she writes this in her book, Return to Love, Reflections on the Principles of A Course in Miracles. And she writes, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You're a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightening about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So this morning I ask, who are you? You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. That is who the scriptures say you are in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. So as we conclude the series, Discovering Your God-Assigned Purpose, I would like to focus on embracing on wrapping your arms around and taking hold of the person God designed you to be. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about taking the time to love you? Not in a selfish, ungodly way, but in a way that brings glory to God through your thoughts, through your actions, through your speech, through your very being. Let me ask you, Is it easier for you to accept others and their abilities than it is to accept your own? I know there was a time in my life when it it was that way for me. 
And I'm not saying don't root, don't cheer other people on, right? Because we have to do that. I mean, we don't want to be the people that sit on the sidelines and critique every little thing. But I was so good at cheering others on. But when it came to me, I was quick to shrink back, to hide and, you know, along the sidelines. But what about you? Is it easier for you to accept others and their abilities than it is to accept your own? Or are you still questioning your abilities, right? That's another trap we fall so easily into. You know what God has designed you to do. You, you have that nudging. You have those desires. You've trained for it. You've studied for it. But are you still questioning that you're able to do it? So how do you begin to walk in the life that God has ordained for you? I'll share with you a little bit on how I was able to do that, right? So in Romans chapter 12, verse 6, it says, We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. And we do. Some of us are gifted speakers. Some of us are gifted writers. Some of us are gifted singers. Some of us are gifted with compassion. Some of us are gifted with technical skills. Each of us have different abilities. So the first thing I encourage you to do is to take some time and make a list of your top five abilities. Then, after you make that list, accept the gifts that God has blessed you with, right? You make the list, you know what you're good at. Write it down. And then accept the fact that God has gifted you in those areas. And avoid comparing your abilities to the abilities of others. Once you have your list, don't look around. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Those are your abilities. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 reads, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So now that you've listed your abilities, right? You're going to avoid comparing. You remove negative thoughts. Those little thoughts that kind of linger around the outskirts of your mind saying, mm, you know, you really can't do that. Or who are you to think that you're good at that? Remove those thoughts. And you remove them by finding and memorizing scripture that demolish your self-doubt. Whatever it is that you may be struggling with, I assure you, there is a promise from God that will combat that negative thought. Find it. Commit it to memory. Write it on a piece of paper that you carry with you. Put it as a screensaver on your phone. But commit it to memory. Have it with you somewhere so that when those negative thoughts come, you can quickly begin to recall God's promise about who you are. And if needed, right, if you are so bogged down and your thoughts are so controlling, seek counseling to help you deal with the issues of self-doubt. There's no harm in doing that. So Romans chapter 9, verses 20 through 22 read, But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, Why did you make me like this? Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for special purposes and some for common use? 
Accept who you are. God designed you uniquely and beautifully you. Accept that. Use the scriptures to enhance your positive qualities and gifts. Acknowledge the things that you're not able to change, right? Because there are things that we just can't do. Acknowledge those things and move on. But God created you. And who are you to question how God created you? So again, I ask, who are you? As Marion Williamson asks, are you not brilliant, amazing, and talented, right? And I ask, are you not a child of God? Yes, you are. I am. We all are. So embrace it. Walk confidently in it. Show it to the world simply by showing up. The last passage I would like for us to take a look at this morning is in Psalms chapter 2, verses 7 through 8. And it says, I will proclaim the Lord's decree. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask me, and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. Today I challenge you, look in the mirror at the wonderful work God created and simply say to yourself, I love you. This concludes our time for today. Please tune in again next week for Coffee with Crystal. And remember, God is a God of grace. And each new day provides us with the opportunity to begin again. Choose God and may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life.